Come stay and play at Live Casino and Hotel. Welcome to one of the biggest casinos in the country with luxurious clean rooms, upscale dining, and the grandest payouts. Now offering stay and play and all in packages, including $50 free slot play, VIP parking, VIP casino access, and more. Book now at livecasino.com or call 443-445-2929. At Arundel Mills, must be 21, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgambling.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome back, listener. How are you? I'm glad you're having a good week and all of that. This is Aaron Richmond. Of course, you're listening to Aaron's Opinion the podcast for blind people, where we talk about critical issues in the blindness community. Uh, This podcast can be heard almost everywhere you get a podcast, from Apple to Spreaker to Spotify, you name it, we're probably there, along with YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and of course, you can follow us on Patreon. Uh, By the way, i just like to say, before we go any further, that this podcast and this episode, by the way, is of course copywritten by Aaron Richmond, and Aaron's opinion. Thank you for that. Tonight, we are joined by someone um, new to Aaron's opinion, someone who I just actually met this person a couple days ago by guesting on their podcast. His name is Mark Kumar. And um, you out there in the audience, especially if you're blind, you might be wondering, well, what is podcast hosting, what is a hosting company, and by the way, how do people start podcasts? Well, as a matter of fact, Mark Kumar is the founder of Simple Podcast Cloud. He joins us now to tell you, listener, everything you need to know about Simple Podcast Cloud. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be here and talk to you and help your audiences out. I'm so flattered to have you be on your show. My pleasure. My pleasure. So, you know, one of the one of the things um, <clears throat> that I that I was wondering when when you were when you were interviewing me on your show, which which I admit I, I started to interview you on your show a bit, but <laughs> <laughs> but one of the one of the questions that I had that I didn't I didn't really have a chance to ask is so Mark, um, what was your motivation in creating this hosting company? First of all. For anyone out there in the audience, why don't you please start by explaining to them what a podcast hosting company is and then what yours is and how it all works and just sort of go from, I guess, ground upwards. Sure, absolutely. For those of you who may be considering opening or starting their own podcast show, the, the way that it works in the podcasting world is you can record the content on your own and then you need a hosting company. That way, what that hosting company does, it, it works as a middleman, if you will. And then that middleman will allow the other podcast directories like Pod, uh, your Apple's, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Speaker, and everywhere. I mean, not Speaker, but other ones out there. And then whenever there's a new update, your hosting company will tell Apple Podcasts, hey, by the way, Aaron has a new episode and you should distribute it and tell other people within the Apple platform. Spotify does the same thing. iHeart does the same thing and everyone out there. So your hosting company is the meat and potato between you and the whole and the platform that people can listen to your podcast. Excellent. All right. Now, so there are so many 
so many hosting choices out there. Um, I use Spreaker, um, but actually a lot of people don't use that one, but I happen to use Spreaker. There are so many choices all over the world. There's these new hosting companies popping up. I mean, it's a new, it's a new industry. They're just popping up out of control. So what made, what was your, what was your underlying motivation to open your own hosting company when in fact there are many choices in the market? Where did you see, what, what did you see in the market that you needed to get involved in? Well, that's a very good question, by the way. Thank you so much for asking. I know a lot of people who are in the process of looking for a hosting company, they can truly benefit, and especially your listener who's listening to this. The reason why I started my own podcast hosting company is because, let me take you back to the journey of how I got into the podcast. Maybe that will explain why I started my own company. So about Last November, when I started my podcast, prior to that three years, I've listened to a lot of podcasts out there, starting from your Tim Ferriss, Gary Vee, your Pat Flynn, and just to name a few, and then all different industry that you could possibly imagine. And then I got to the point that I was listening to podcasts on my way to gym, on my way to work while I was on car, while I'm editing some videos or whatever that you could think of, I was listening to podcasts. You could fairly say I was pretty much addicted to podcasting. It was like, wow. And then it was a really good experience because there were so many things that I have learned just by listening to a podcast or many different one. And the beautiful part that I like about podcasting is it's multi-purpose. Unlike your book, or a video, you have to set aside a time and it needs, both of them needs your undivided attention. Unlike podcasting, you can plug in your earbuds and you can either cook, you can go for a walk, and while you're driving, rather than listen to your music, which I believe is a waste of time because it doesn't do anything for you, and most importantly, it doesn't do anything for your brain, you could turn on a podcast and learn, even if you just learn, one good idea that can literally change your life. Having said that, and that's the backstory, and that's when I decided, like, hey, I have so much knowledge that I want to help other people like other people have helped me to become a better person. So that's what I went into the route. So like, hey, I want to create my own podcast. Creating content was not a big deal, but I'm the kind of person who likes to start a thing and then quickly master it. And then I want to go and start another thing because then I mastered that. And that's how I continue to grow. And what I found out, the podcast hosting company, the biggest one out there that everybody uses it, as a speaker, your lips in, pot beans, and, and things of that nature, every single one of them had some sort of a limitation that they will put on you, you being the podcaster. So for example, if you started your podcaster and your show takes off, let's say you started in January 1st and your first week, you didn't get a lot of listens. Come next month, February 1st, so in the month of January, the first week where you're getting a lot, of, you did not get a lot of listen. Second week, you got 1,500 listen. And then by the time you end the month, you got, let's say, 10,000 listens. And these podcast hosting companies, what they will do is, and they are really finicky about making money because they don't care about you. I call them the little devils, if you will. 
they will, some of them, will, what they will do is they will tell you, hey, by the way, you can only upload four episodes per month. If somebody who's just starting out, that's good. But if you start recording, and I promise you, once you start getting to the podcasting world, you're going to be like so hooked, like I want to make, create more and more content. Not to mention the fact that you get to meet these wonderful, amazing people like Aaron here, who will truly change your perspective, like how you can, you know, communicate and also build an online network. So once you start doing that, those four podcasts a month will seem very, very easy to do, but then you will go over them. And I know one gentleman who I was talking to, he uses Lipson, and he said, why one time he was literally waiting until midnight so that he can upload his podcast, a new episode, because he couldn't do it before midnight because his limitation has reached. So that's one of the uh, limits that the podcast hosting company does. Another one is like, hey, we'll give you unlimited uploads and then we'll limit you on how many people can listen to your show. So some of them are like, hey, we'll give you 10,000 listens per month or we'll give you 20,000 listens per month. If a normal person thinks about it, like, oh my God, that's a lot of listens, you know, 20,000. That means 20,000 people are going to listen to me and that's great. What they don't realize is that's 20,000 listen as a whole. So let's say if you have, uh, let's say you have 100 episodes in course of one year. And then if one of the episodes has, let's say, 1,000, and you divide, I mean, multiply by 1,000, and then those 10,000, 20,000 listens will add up so quickly. And then you're like, oh, wow then you will be capped. And then what they will do is, if you wanna have, from, if you wanna jump from 20,000 to 50,000, you have to upgrade yourself to another plan. And then there's so many little devils, as I call them, out there where like, hey, if you want this, you gotta pay for this. If you want this, you gotta pay for that. And I'm like, wow, there has to be a company out there. And I went through all of them, like all the ones that I could possibly get my hands off that I know that are popular. And every single one of them, had a limitation so at that point i'm like i got so fed up with it and i'm like you know what forget it i'm gonna go and create my company and any podcaster out there who love podcasting and like to have the freedom and flexibility to grow they can come join my team and say hey let's grow together as compared to, hey, by the way, podcaster, if you grow, I'm going to charge you more money. With us, it's just one account, one payment, unlimited shows, episode, storage, pretty much everything unlimited. That's all. And then at the moment, we are testing out this plan, price point, uh, which is $30 a month, and that's it. And you get pretty much the whole thing unlimited. Well, that, well, you you know, really, really, really interesting. Yeah. I mean, now it makes sense to me why some of these, some of these companies out there, these hosting companies, now it makes sense why they would, um, how they would benefit from limiting the podcaster. I was wondering, well, what's the point of limiting someone if you're a company that wants to make money off the advertising? And the point of limiting them, I guess, is so that 
if the person, if the podcaster wants to upload more, the company, the host has to then take more money from the podcaster. I guess what it all comes down to is basically kind of a, a basically pretty, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's very, that's very interesting. So let's go, let's go over your company from basically, basically the ground up. All right. So if, if someone out there in my audience is a podcaster, and actually there are at least three or four of them that are in the group that you're going to be added to after this episode on WhatsApp. But let's say that one of those people does want to join Simple Podcast Cloud. So, okay, what's the price? Oh, well, like I said, the price right now to test what you're testing out is just 30 bucks. But before you pay anything upfront, you can literally go to simplepodcastcloud.com and we have unconditional no money ask where we'll give you 14 days to literally test out the system completely, fully featured. And you don't have to enter in your credit card or PayPal or anything like that. So it's a free trial. You can test it out. And after the free trial, if you like what you have seen and how it uses it, the system is, then it's just 30 bucks a month that's that straight. No like long-term contract is month to month, which is a good thing. So if you decide like, hey, this is working out great, you wanna continue to say it, you just pay month to month, that's it. Right, okay, so it's 30, $30 a month, right? Yep, yep. So basic, basically a dollar, a dollar a day. A dollar a day, simple as that. That's a good tagline, I'm gonna use that. A dollar a day will save you. <laughs> I'll get your name out there, a dollar a day of marketing. There you go. Mm, yeah, a dollar, all right, all right. So then with a dollar a day, someone could have all of these features. So what are all of the features? All the features are where you just have one account, you have unlimited shows, unlimited shows meaning, for example, let's say January 1st come you are absolutely passionate about Facebook marketing, right? And then come two weeks later, all of a sudden, then you have another passion that will be about, I don't know, fitness or things in fitness related podcasts you want to create. And then at the end of the month, you're like, oh my God, now I want to create a podcast show for uh, cooking. So you can have three podcast show under one account. If you want, you can have thousand plus podcast shows. You know, I know people out there who have like four or five podcast shows and they literally record every single day. That's just like their uh, regular income. That's, that's what they do for business. So that's what it means by unlimited shows, which you can have unlimited shows. And obviously within the shows, like for example, this is your show, Aaron's Opinion. And then within the show, you have episodes that you record. So think of it this way. So you, let's say you have a bucket. Within a bucket, you could put your, uh, a, let's say your basketball bucket, a basketball bucket in which you can put in your apples, as many apples as you want. So show is your basket, apple is your episode. So you have an unlimited episode and then the bandwidth, meaning how many people can listen to your episode or your show, you have unlimited that. So for example, other little devils out there who will say, you can only have 10,000 listen or 20,000 listen. With us, you, we literally want you to grow and get popular. That's why we give you unlimited traffic. And then also, in addition to that, you have a really nice analytics and things of that nature. And then we give you this professional website in which people can go in, 
and check out your podcast, all the nice, pretty professional looking website. And then if they want to contact you, we have a pre-filled contact form where someone can just type in their name, their subject line, and whatever body of text they want to send it to you. So that way you don't have to expose your personal email to anybody else. They just submit it and that email will go right to you. Excellent. Extremely, extremely good. Extremely impressed. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, all of that's really, really good. All right. All right. And yeah. So, I mean, so, and so an episode is uploaded onto the website and then who do you know, who do you distribute out to, you know, apart so, from your platform, who are your distributors out outwards? So what we do is we give the podcasters the ability to distribute to whoever they want to distribute to rather than us saying hey we can distribute to let's say i don't know uh, a speaker or listen note or things and all that limiting ourselves so what we do is we give the podcasters our clients a rss feed which they can literally go and plug it into apple's podcast just one time what that will do is it will give them the flexibility in case something happened within their apple's account the apple will send them an email rather than sending us an email. So that communication between the uh, directory of the podcaster will be directly with the client, with meaning the podcaster. So we don't have to, we don't, they don't have to rely on us. Hey, by the way, did you guys, guys get this email? Because there are other people who will tell you like, hey, we'll do all this for you. And then if there's some sort of a disconnect between you, your podcast, and the uh, platform like Apple's and uh, Spotify's, they will send an email, but the email will not get back to you. It will go to your podcast host. But with us, we want you as a podcaster have the power where we'll just give you a 100% compatible RSS feed that will work for iTunes and all the other podcast directories out there that you go and plug it in. And this gives you the flexibility, the power to pretty much just post that RSS feed anywhere. So you could be popular as you want. Right. And then the RSS feed is like an ID. It's basically like a barcode. And when more information appears on that barcode, it's kind of uploaded onto those platforms. And then it, it, it's, it seems like I do notice with this, with this show, it does take Apple about, about an hour from the time that I publish it from my distributor. It takes about an hour or at least 45 minutes for it to circulate through the, through the entire system, through all of the platforms. Yeah. And I know, uh, yeah, I know for fact, Apple is the slowest one out there. Sometimes they can take up to 24 hours. Doesn't matter which yeah. host you go to, which is kind of scary. In my experience and the people who I've talked to, Spotify is the fastest one out there. Mm-hmm. They will, within a half an hour, your show will be there. Yeah, well, I was, um, when I distributed this show to Spotify a couple months ago, like, <laughs> it was, it was accepted to Spotify, like, in, like, 30 seconds, so that doesn't, mm-hmm. su- so that doesn't <laughs> surprise me that some of them are a lot, are a lot faster, but then again, Apple is the biggest and largest catalog for podcasts so far in the world, so it also doesn't surprise me that there's such a lag, but there, I, I, I do notice that from time to time, that it does, it can get, can get a little bit stuck, but I've never, I've never encountered any, any major, major crises. Thanks to God for that. But it is very interesting to study, to study that. Yes. And, um, and that, and so that is good. So what if, um, 
So what if someone is, you know, using your software and they have some sort of a, some sort of a technical problem or a question or something like that, then what? Then what happens is they just send us an email, me or one of our, our representative will literally get on a Zoom call with that individual and then we'll make sure it is taken care of as fast as possible. So we are what, what I call is a la carte customer service. It's one-on-one, -on -one, not just like a, hey, FAQ, if it doesn't fit your answer, then you're on your own. You're like, if it doesn't work for you or if you're having any kind of problem, you just send us an email and we will be right on it. And we'll, if, we'll try to communicate with you if with the email first. If that doesn't work, we'll just jump on a real quick a Zoom call and show you, oh, by the way, if you do this and do this, and then we're good. Excellent. Well, so good, so good. I think that there are going to be two people um, when you, after, after we were finished here, after you joined my WhatsApp group for Aaron's opinion, I think there are two people and who are going to be very interested in this. Actually, actually, I think there's going to be at least three people in our WhatsApp group who would love more information. And once you um, introduce yourself in my group with a voice message a little later, I will more than I will be more than happy to to introduce you to some people who I think would would immensely benefit. And by the way, since a lot of my listeners are blind, you know, people who are visually impaired, how accessible is your website? That is a very good question. And I'm so glad you asked that. It's, I never thought about it from that point of view, to be 100% honest, because I want to, I don't want to tell you something like a sales pitch kind of answer, like, oh, it's really good, whatever. But I never I even So thank, thank you. You know what? I, appre I appreciate having you on my show because you told the truth. All right. right. So no worries. So yeah. we're, we're going to say that for right now, you don't know. But right. based on everything else that you've been telling me, I'll certainly take a closer look at it a little later and give sure. you give you a clue. Um, but based on everything that you've been telling me so far, it sounds like this type of thing probably is accessible. Now, I don't know that for a fact. I'm going to get more information for you and report back to you um, because that is that is important for obvious business reasons and then for other reasons down the road, which hopefully those other things would, would never happen. So probably, probably it's fine. I will certainly um, take a look at that if you are, or since most of our audience are, are blind people or people with disabilities, we need to be, uh, you know, uh, vigilant as, as you are vigilant and make sure that, that these things are, um, are, are accessible with what we call voiceover software and different software that helps people to, to access websites, but it probably, probably sounds really good. So another important question, what has been um, in the year that you have been running Simple Podcast Cloud, what has been your, um, what has been your greatest failure that you have successfully overcame? Oh, wow. You really have a good questions. <laughs> I love your questions. I really, really, I really think, I appreciate, I appreciate having you because uh, my hope is that by people listening to this, they'll see they'll see what a what a great what a great product you have to offer. And my my hope is that they'll see that if you're able to get through these hard questions, they they should give you some time and give you some give you some interest in your product. Sure. So, what do you think? I think one of the biggest challenge was with this whole project of Simple Podcast Cloud was 
I think anyone who starts anything, at least for me, was that I had this mindset, you could say it, where when I create, when I started the thought, like I want to create this tool, and then right after I had that thought, then all of a sudden, I the mind was like, who am I to create this tool? There are plenty of people out there who has created this tool, has been using it, and they have been very successful at it, then who gives me the right or who gives me the permission to go and create this tool, even though I don't know if it's going to be successful or not. But that was like the whole mindset thing, you know. And uh, the way that I got over it was like, if I can just create a tool, even if it's just for me, I am willing to bet there are people out there on the same boat, at least 10 people who will be able to use this tool and then they will be so glad they have it just like I have. And that's what really got me to say, hey, if I can create a tool for one person, which all the time, whenever somebody's creating it, it's always going to be their self first. And then always the second thing what you can do is say, if I'm one person and I'm willing to bet there are 10 people who are just like me, and then there are 10 people just like that. So the power of 10, then you can overcome that mindset and move forward and build something truly amazing that people are going to appreciate it and love it. And, you know, they'll be like, wow, thank you so much. And I get those emails saying, thank you so much for this amazing tool. I love it. You know, and it brings back to the, the story or the picture that I saw on the other day where the CEO of the Jeff Bozo of Amazon, his first company, when he was trying the process of creating it, it was in a, some sort of a really low lighted uh, office where it was like just one desk and he had the Amazon word written on the wall. And then they compared that with what Amazon is now. And then what I always sure, think is sure. like, what I always think is like, what if he has stopped there? We wouldn't have Amazon today who has helped tremendously a lot of people across the world. Not only just they create a job, but they also help fulfill needs on a daily basis. Excellent, excellent answer. And and just and uh, just 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 to clear just to clarify, um, you were you were mentioning Jeff Bezos, right? Uh, yep, Jeff Bezos. Right. Yes, Bezos. Right. Okay. Good. Cool. Cool. Um, okay. And then, so what has been, and then on the, on the other, on the other side of the coin, what has been so far your greatest, greatest, greatest success, your high point? The high point was we just implemented this new feature, which I'm so excited about it. And that is that where on our platform, if you go to what we call as a calendar view, it shows you a calendar per year, which January, February, March, whatever. And then it gives you a visual representation of how many episodes or shows you have outputted to the world so people can listen to it. For me, it's kind of like really cool because like I say, in month of January, I was really, really busy. And then in February, I wasn't doing that good. And then come March, I picked it up again. So it's like a graph, but it's really cool. I personally feel like I I love it and that people who are clients, 
they have used it. They think that that is really cool because that tells them like what they need to do to improve or slow it down. Because some people are doing like four or five episodes per day and they're doing seven days a week. We're talking four months. That's crazy. <laughs> they're like, we need to get some rest or, you know. So that's, that's been really rewarding for people who are our clients. You know, I've had guests from all over the world as guests so far on so far away from me that they're all the way in the land down under. I've had guests that far. I've had Nepal on my podcast everywhere, all, all the continents. Where are most of your podcasters from? Are they mostly Americans or do you have all the continents? Uh, for the moment, it's only America but we would love to venture out to different countries. Mm, mm, good, good. So, yeah. So, I mean, then is this simple podcast cloud, is it, um, uh, have you thought about, or do you think you will need, or is this even a fair question? Have you thought about designing localized websites or localized pages for simple podcast cloud to perhaps target certain uh, linguistic groups or certain regional groups around the world? What do you just so think? I understand this, just so I understand yes, yes. the question correctly, how do you mean when you say localize? Well, some, well, with some, well, sometimes companies, what I've seen, um, is that sometimes companies produce a localized website for their for their company where it's just a website that's just accessible in that country. It's written in that country's language, that country's national language. It's kind of that country's version of your product, in other words. Uh, think, I see. So then I would wonder, okay, so what if someone is in uh, Japan? Would they have the same access to Simple Podcast Cloud as someone in, in the Americas here or, or Canada? That's, that's ab, ab, yeah, absolutely. It's like the same platform will be available no matter where you are in the world. We don't differentiate like some of the people like, hey, by the way, if you're coming from Canada, you want to have one, two, three feature. But if you're coming from America, you're going to have four, five, six feature. With us, it's across the board, flat, everyone, no matter where they come from, they're going to have all the same features. Right, right. Well, that's, that's really, that's really, really excellent. So, um, the other, I mean, another thing is that all, almost all of the podcast catalogs have different categories. So what categories are you finding or what types of podcasts are most attracted uh, to your, to your uh, cloud, to your software? Uh, I would say it really varies, but mostly it's like us business owner, coaches and entrepreneurs. Okay. So but, but it's available you, pretty much to anyone. But so it would be available that, it would be available to right. It would be available to any podcaster or or anyone really who wants to get into podcasting who's never podcast before. But you have noticed that most of the people who are on it so far are people who are coaches or do business business related content. Yeah. Correct. Right, right. And now apart from you know, this ability to be able to distribute and the unlimited, unlimited bandwidth, unlimited episodes. What about, um, what about giving people like different marketing campaigns and marketing tools? What do you offer for marketing? Uh, at the moment, we are not offering at the moment, but we will, we can definitely do it. We do survey every now and then to see what we can do to help out our clients who are our customers to see if there's anything they need as a group or as an individual. So it's two different kind of survey. It was like one as a whole, like, hey, by the way, here's a five question survey. Can you fill this out? And then we also reach out to, by the way, if you need anything specific related to your 
industry or podcast, reach out to us and then we will do everything in our power to help you grow. For example, uh, if you need how, for example, if you need to know how you can increase your listenership on our different platform, there's a one advice that we give, which is called the ad swap. What that means is like rather than your sponsorship, uh, sponsorship, you could do ad swap. You can go on and communicate or get in touch with another podcaster and then say, hey, by the way, let's say, for example, Aaron, if I were to tell you like, hey, Aaron, I would like to have you on my show as an ad swap, meaning you can give me a 60 second pitch, what your show is about. And what I will do is I will put that in my intros or outros and that way you can get exposure. In return, you could do the same thing for your uh, podcast as well. That's one tool. And another tool or advice would be to say what is called a content swap. So let's say if your content and my content is almost similar, I can give you a piece of content that will help your uh audiences and then you could just take that content and put it on your uh show and release it and then you could do the same for me and you give me a content i put it on my on my show and release it so what that will do is it will help you build your listenership and help me build my listenership as well so we are growing as a team rather just individual really good Really good. When you aren't doing this, when you aren't running this, this interesting company, this great company of yours here, um, what, how else do you, how else are you spending your time given the current situation? I do other, I do online coaching and then my other projects, there's so many different ones that I work on, but. So, uh, I mean, most you, so you've said, okay, right. So I was, I, I, I am, I am, I am wondering about that. So I do want to learn a little bit more about that. So as sure. far as the coaching goes, so what, what type of coaching work do you do and what, what do you do there? Yeah. Uh, what I do as far as coaching, my top, my favorite, favorite one is like, how do you create an online course that doesn't sit in your hard drive? That's what I tell people or teach people how to create. So in other words, let's say Aaron, for example, if you want to create an online course, could be about anything. Let's just do a real case study if you don't mind. Give me, an ex- give me a topic you want to create an online course on so I can literally help you visualize it. Let's say for in this, in this hypothetical example, let's say my online course would be helping other blind people to become podcasters. Awesome. Great course. So what you can do is before you go on create any piece of content for your course, do the midnight test, meaning to validate to yourself before you can validate to anybody else. If you know your topic so well that if I wake you up in the middle of the night and then ask you a specific question about podcasting, will you be able to answer that? If you can answer that in less than 30 seconds, that means you know yourself so well you could literally just get up and start creating content. And if you pass that test, then we move on to the next phase. The which, next is, phase. which is what? You're right. Which is what? What's, what's step two? Stage, stage two, right. Yeah. So the stage two would be what I call, what I tell people to do, which is called a friend test. The friend test is like people know what they know, which is a good thing. They have an understanding. Let's say you have a great understanding about podcasting. 
And you know it because you spend so many hours, months, whatever to accumulate that. But there's another skill set, which is teaching other people to understand what you know, to not to go too complicated in it. So what you can do is what I tell other people to really teach other people your friends, you could just take, let's say three friends, whoever your friends are, right? And then tell them, hey, you could do it in person or you could do online and then tell them like, hey, I have this theory. I'm in the process of creating this course about podcasting. And then would you mind coming in and joining me virtually in this case, I guess. And then I will just walk you through it, what you need to do to create your podcast show. And this could be like an hour worth of time, like a Zoom call or two hours, whatever. And then while you are teaching it, this is what you assume. And there are different levels of this. So you got the beginner level, then you got the student level. This is the levels that I teach how to do it. You got the beginner level, the student level, the expert, and then you have a guru level. So when you're telling somebody else who doesn't know anything about podcasting, and those are your ideal clients or those are the ideal people you want to have in your friend test because they're going to ask you questions. You probably never even thought about it because those are the people who are going to help you build your course. So for example, let's assume for a second, Aaron, I don't know anything about podcasting for a second and then say, you, you tell me, Mark, I want you to come hang out with me for an hour on a Zoom call so that way you, I am. Uh, I can create my course, I have an outline, and you have a general outline. So first thing you would do is like, hey, I need to create an outline. So what can I do for creating an outline for Mark? So you say, in one hour, what can I show Mark that he can literally take an action that will get him a result? Whatever the action would be that will get him a result. Result being at the end of this hour, he has an understanding, get the knowledge, and then go and create a uh, his own show or go and create or go and get a decent mic or go and create his own content so there's different different topics you can hit so that's what i would say do the friend test that would be your a beginner level and once you have that uh zoom session with whoever you have it let's say three four four three or four people then what do you do at the end of the your session you tell your, you ask your friends, hey, thank you so much, first of all, for being here and spending the hour with me or two hour. But in a small 30 second clip, can you just tell me if I were to do this again, would you recommend this to anybody else? What that will happen is if they say yes and they give you this video testimonial kind of thing, that would help you validate that whatever information that you shared, it is monetizable and you can go on and use those testimonial and create your own sales page and things of nature. If you'd like to go into it, I can go into it. I can like deep dive into this. I love this kind of topic. I think, I think that's an, that's an excellent, excellent answer. So what are, yeah, I mean, basically, basically just a couple more questions here, I think would be good for this episode, but basically what, so what are some, um, what are some courses that you're noticing that people are creating these days or some areas where people want to create content? What do you think? It really varies, to be honest with you. There is no like one industry is doing really good. Another one is doing horrible. It's like 
what it is basically is like you have to first of all you have to know what you're talking about right obviously that means you if you pass the maintenance to the next phase of the this online coursing project is you have to go and find people who is going to take your course and then there's a very slick and smart way to do that without spending any money then that would be like for example if you were to create a podcast course you go into facebook groups and join the facebook group let's say you join the facebook group for I don't know, Mark's podcast or something like that. And someone put a threat in there saying that, hey, I have a general question about what kind of mic do I need to get for my podcast before I even start a podcast. So what do you do is you go in that group, you help that person. And at the end of that, whatever answer you give, you ask an open-ending question, meaning, for example, hey, by the way, if you're interested in getting opening your own podcast, you can get snow Yeti or whatever type uh, mic that you want to recommend. And then if you need any help, let me know. Just ask a question here. That person like, oh, that's so much, man. How much would it cost? Then you're like, oh, it's going to cost you less than $100 depending on your budget. But if you want, I can walk you through or send you a few links. Just send me a message. So those open-ended questions will help you keep the communication going on. And then once they get into your messenger, you help them out a little more. And then after that, you can get on a Zoom call with them and ask them, hey, by the way, uh, I know so far I helped you up a lot. If you feel like you need further help, uh, I have this one-on-one coaching thing that I have other other uh, podcasters, for example, the friend test who gave you a video testimony, then use that. So like, these are the three people who I help. If you're interested, then I would love to have you and help you out and then see what I can do to help you create your podcast show in no time because what will happen that way is like hey you're helping the person and then you get off the messenger and then you also helped your friends that's where the whole friend test comes in handy then it's not just like for example how human behavior works is like if i tell you i'm good you're gonna be like yeah okay whatever you know but if second third or fourth person is telling you Mark Kumar is great. He can really help you create online course that people actually want to buy. Then you will like, wow, he must be really good. There's other people are doing that. So you use those friend testimonial to help you make more sales and then go from there. Excellent. This evening, um, I, I don't know about you guys at home, but I really enjoyed learning from Mark Kumar. So let's say that you're at home and you want to learn more about um about your 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 podcast cloud, um, where where can someone go if they want to if they want to talk to you directly if they want more information where do they go? Well, for if you if somebody's looking for a really amazing podcast host, they can go to simplepodcastcloud.com. Once again, simplepodcastcloud.com. Or if you guys want to get in touch with me personally, you can go to markkumar.com. That's M-A-R-K-K-U-M-A-R.com. And then just click on the contact button there and then send me an email. And if you mention you heard me on this show, I will give you a one-on-one 30-minute consultation where you can literally ask me about anything. And that's 100% complimentary. Only because you heard me here. I agree. It's very kind of you. Thank you. I appreciate that very, very much. If you have questions for me, Aaron Richmond, Aaron's Opinion, which 
you never do, but I'm always hoping at some point, someone out there around the world, around the universe, maybe, I don't know, some other part of the universe will have a question. They, they would be more than happy and more than, will, more than able to get in touch with me too. Aaron's opinion six at gmail.com. You can also comment below on YouTube where this will be posted. You can also, you know, reply to this tweet after it's tweeted out. You can also send me a message on the Aaron's Opinion Facebook page. And you really should follow Aaron's Opinion on Facebook because that's where I post everything that you would ever need to know about Aaron's Opinion. That was really good talking about Simple Podcast, Simple Podcast Cloud, a bit of a tongue twister, but definitely a great place to check out if you want to learn more about podcasting, if you want to upload your first episode or your, or your three millionth, that's a great place to go. Mark Kumar, thank you so much. As I like to say on my end, um, have a good day, everybody. Stay safe around the world. Have a good day today and a great day tomorrow. A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you can save at penfed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. With Metro and the best deal in wireless, whatever your goal, however you hustle, you can rule your day. Get two lines with 5G access included for just $35 a month per line, period with taxes and regulatory fees always included. So you know exactly how much you pay every month. All on America's largest 5G network at no extra charge. Plus, at Metro, get the latest 5G phones, like a Samsung Galaxy for less than 100 bucks when you switch. That's the best deal in wireless, so you can take control of your day wherever it takes you. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. Requires auto pay. First month is $40 per line for two lines. Samsung A51 requires port from eligible carrier and ID validation limited to two per account. Coverage not available in some areas. See Metro by T-Mobile.com or store for details.